1: Nicola Everett.
0: Hello, thanks ever so much for downloading today's podcast. It's Monday, July the 19th, so-called Freedom Day. All remaining coronavirus restrictions in England have been lifted. That means face masks are no longer mandatory, neither is social distancing. But with the number of cases in the country continuing to rise, we're all being urged to be sensible. First today then, let's find out how some of you are feeling about it. We've got a Twitter poll asking if you'll be masks on or off. So far, 7 71% say on and 29% say off. Hundreds of you have also been having a say on Facebook. Oliver Kemp has been having a look at some of your comments.
2: Yeah, I'll be honest, Nicola, it's a little bit of a mixed bag, is probably what we expected, to be honest. Uh, Kayleigh Firth says, I went shopping this morning for my mum and I still wore my mask. To be honest, everyone I saw was wearing them and I'll continue to wear mine where I feel I need to. Same with Julie Smith. She says she'll be keeping hers on. Today is no different from yesterday. Just because the powers that be have said we can have our so-called freedom back, personal choice uh, won't berate those that fling their masks to the wind. Whereas Jane O'Dwyer says, Masks off for me. I've worked all throughout it, so I'm happy to use common sense. And and then we have someone who's sitting on the fence a little bit saying, "Uh, let's just worry about what we're doing and stop worrying about what everyone else is doing. Don't let us get divided if you want to wear one then wear one and if you don't, then don't. That comes from, from Dave Walker. And we also have another comment from Barbara Hills who says, it's not Freedom Day for people like my son and many others like him that have respiratory issues along with compromised immune systems.
0: Thanks Ollie. Well, as you heard, not everyone is able to celebrate Freedom Day today with some vulnerable people in Kent concerned about the risk to their own health. Carly Pleasant from Sittingbourne has cystic fibrosis which causes problems with her lungs. She's still going to be cautious
3: be really careful because I can't can't afford to catch COVID. I mean, I can't afford to catch chest infection. I can't move it myself. And so, yeah, if I was to catch COVID, I I don't know exactly how, um, but I imagine it it could lead to quite catastrophic (laughs) um, outcome. And also, like the hospitals are completely filled. So in the in the height of lockdown last year, I couldn't even be admitted to my cystic fibrosis ward if I got poorly because we had to hand it over to COVID. So I, I have nowhere to go if I was poorly. So it's really just a case of keeping away from COVID, but keeping away from the general coughs and colds, and going into the winter months with the flu is something that I'm going to have to keep in keep in mind as well. And with um, you know, from Monday. The majority of restrictions being completely eased and lifted does that worry you quite a bit yeah it does um my work I've been really good so I work at Mason Hospital and they have told me to continue working from home because I think they could sense the anxiety I had around going back into um an area with lots of footfall and lots of people coming in and going out and even though masks and everything are going to be continued um i've literally been on my own in my little family bubble for the last 18 months so it's going to take quite a little confidence for me to go out and go back into the the general population um but i've cancelled a holiday this year i'm not gonna we're not gonna go on my family holiday that we usually go on because i don't want to get on a plane i i'm still not going to the supermarket and i still won't be going for monday because i don't in my head i don't see how overnight when i go to it on sunday i'm not i'm I'm deemed as not being safe and on monday morning i will be safe it doesn't add up and i know that it doesn't work like that so i'm just being sensible and keeping to the best plan that i can think of that will keep me well from hearing things it doesn't sound like many people are going to continue to wear masks um but if I do go into
0: the general population I'll be keeping my own. Figures show coronavirus cases across Kent have more than tripled in the last month. Just over 4,700 people tested positive in the week to last Tuesday. Dartford and Gravesham have the highest infection rates with 342 cases per 100,000 people, while Thanet is lowest with 98. 29 patients are currently in hospital with COVID and four of them are on ventilators. With the easing of restrictions means weddings can get Go ahead as they always used to with plenty of dancing and guests socialising. A Kent wedding planner says Freedom Day has given couples the confidence to book their big day. Polly Borton runs Diamond Circle Weddings in Dover.
4: Moving out of restrictions, the rules that have been in place, which have really limited our couples so much, have been relaxed. So um, it's very much down to the venue, how they see fit to move forward. And some venues are taking their foot completely off the pedal and the couples are allowed to do whatever they wish, have however many um, guests and there's um, no rules in place. What we're doing is speaking to our couples and finding out um, what's gonna feel comfortable for them. Um, So, for example, we have a wedding coming up on the 31st of July. This couple are free to have as many people as they want at the wedding. Um, We've talked to them about temperature checks and hand sanitising on the way in, and they've agreed that to make everybody feel comfortable, that would still be a really good idea. Because I think there's so many people at the moment who are feeling quite anxious about all of the rules being taken away all at once. Our couples are super excited um, about their weddings and to feel that they can do it relaxed. They don't have to wear masks for the ceremony. They can have their first dance, which they've been able to have recently anyway, but they can have their first dance and then their dads can come along and have a dance with them as well. And all of their friends and family can be around um, dancing on a dance floor rather than dancing in their bubbles of six around a table. It is wonderful and it is so lovely to be able to um, see so much confidence coming back now with couples contacting us to um, come up to Fort Burgoyne for a show around. Um, There seems to be so much more confidence to actually move forward with wedding planning when there just haven't been. Um, Our couples have been so anxious to... um, even just get excited about it, which is such a shame because it it should be an exciting time from engagement to wedding day and there's been that holding back from that so it's great for
0: us and it's great for our couples which um, is the most important thing to us Another thing to come into force as a result of restrictions being eased is Operation Brock on the M20 The contraflow was initially brought in to deal with any delays across the channel after Brexit but was removed when that didn't materialise. Over the weekend the movable barrier was reinstalled between the junctions for Maidstone and Ashford amid concerns the full lifting of lockdown could mean more traffic at Kent's ports. Toby Howe is from KCC Highways.
1: It's an option really to control the traffic between junctions eight at Maidstone and junction nine at Ashford. So it's used when there is the likelihood or risk possibly of queuing freight for the ports to enable the freight to be held on one carriageway and then put out a contraflow on the other carriageway to allow to two-way traffic to still progress.
3: So why is this being put in place now then is there something that's led you to do that?
1: This time of year school holidays break up so the 23rd 24th is the time that the rest of the school holidays that haven't already broken up do break up and most years there's then the rush through the channel tunnel and across the the channel on the ferries to get to France and holidays etc. This year of course with Covid the likelihood is less but there is still that likelihood because as of next week some of the restrictions for returns are lifted so if people travel to a an amber country when they're coming back they won't have to quarantine as they do now so there is that risk next weekend that there could be an increase of traffic.
3: And do you have uh, plans yet for having that's going to be in place what will it take for that to be lifted again?
1: really once we're aware that there isn't the problem with the the traffic heading through the ports which should in theory be next weekend so the 23rd 24th if there isn't that problem then there's unlikely to be that problem through the summer so Being the ever optimist that I am, we would then be able to remove Brock very promptly. So what we can assure everybody is it isn't going to be just put out and left through the summer just in case, because it does only take a matter of hours to put out and take back in again as soon as we're confident then we would be able to remove it again.
0: And finally, on this today, the Gillingham Football Club chairman says he's surprised the Prime Minister has allowed all COVID restrictions to be lifted. It means a normal number of fans will be allowed in Priestfield Stadium when the season kicks off next month. But Paul Scully says their preparations have been severely affected.
5: Even here at Priestfield, as, as we all know, you know this last week has been a disaster in terms of COVID uh, positive COVID testing. I think we've got seven or eight members of staff and players now... Uh, tested positive so the whole team has got to go home and stay at home uh, for 10 days all the management all the first team the coaches so that's put a real dent in our preparation for the season Um, and I'm really surprised that we've had such an outbreak because our protocols have been very strict Uh, I heard today that one or two of our youth team have also tested positive now Um, so we've had to send the youth team home as well so um, it's a bit like one step forward two steps back but Unless anything changes between now and the 7th of August, uh, we are going to have as many people in the stadium as possible, and of course we will try and keep them as safe as possible. Uh, But of course the onus is on people to wear masks if they wish to. We can't enforce that. Um, I would hope people do, because probably at the moment, until we can get on top of this new variant, uh, it's the best way to go. I hate wearing a mask. I find it very uncomfortable. You know, I get very hot. I'm sure everyone else does. But... Perhaps it's what we just have to do in the short term, just to sort of respect each other and uh, respect the fact that we, we, you know, we could be spreading the virus if we're not careful.
1: As the chairman, do you uh, have a bit of sympathy for Stephen for Stony when they haven't got players to coach with and they've, they've got a lesser period of time in which to prepare their respective squads for the season ahead?
5: Well, yeah, of course. I mean, everyone's affected. It, it, you know, I work very closely with Steve and Stony uh, to a lesser degree. Um, you know, one day everything was fine we were playing football at Welling last Saturday listen we are where we are this seems to be how life is now kids are getting sent home from school people are getting sent home from work You know, we're no different in football we try and protect our players we try and keep people in a bubble we try and do the right things but ultimately they go home to their homes at night and they obviously mix with other people and we don't know what happens we can't lock them in a hotel for the whole of pre-season and protect them that way like the England team were for instance or national teams are. So yeah, it's a big problem and it's a big worry. You know, seeing the rate of increases is is worrying. You know, some of my own family have got caught COVID. So everyone's isolating and it's very difficult to operate. it's also very difficult to operate a business because key staff aren't here. They're either home because their families or friends or the woman next door has got it and they were with her the night before so they've got to isolate. And it's a bit like, well you know, how can we run the business on so few staff? Uh, but that's where we are so we have to deal with it
0: Gillingham will get their campaign underway against Lincoln City on August the 7th we'll have more sport later on in the podcast
1: Kent Online reports
0: more details have been released about a stabbing in Dartford Town Centre police say a car crashed two suspects were tasered and officers were attacked on Lowfield Street on Saturday evening a man in his 20s was taken to hospital under arrest on suspicion of drug dealing two others are also in custody while detectives are hunting another suspect a motorcyclist remains in a critical condition at a London hospital following a crash in Ashford. The man in his 50s was riding along bad Munster Rifle Road when he collided with a car yesterday. Meantime, six vehicles have been damaged after pipework fell from a bridge over the M25. You might have heard the motorway was shut in both directions for several hours near Dartford yesterday. Hundreds of drivers were trapped in long queues on the hottest day of the year so far. A cannabis farm has been discovered following a blaze at a house in Canterbury. The fire broke out in the roof of a property in Littlebourne Road, which has been left badly damaged. It's since been dealt with, but police have now confirmed they're investigating after finding cannabis being grown there. Susan Demir's mum's home had to be evacuated this morning.
4: I got a telephone call from my mum's neighbour at about quarter past four in the morning and the fire brigade had told my mum she had to leave her house. So me and my husband, we came up, we picked her up and I couldn't believe the smoke. Like when I was sort of driving, you know, driving up the hill, it was just like, wow, you know. How would you describe it? I mean, could, could you see it, anything? It or? was like thick sort of fog the nearer you got to it. And Susan, I mean, what was, I presume it must
3: have been quite a terrifying little deal for your mum this morning yeah, as well? Mom, she,
4: well, she was a bit shocked, you know, like someone banging on her door at four o'clock in the morning telling her to get out. Bless her, all she did was she put on her skirt, grabbed her keys and went next door to um, the students and then like, we arrived about 15 minutes later, yeah.
0: Kent Online News. The boss of an animal sanctuary is being warned to keep the noise down or face prosecution. Amy James runs the Happy Pants Ranch in Bobbing, which is home to lots of creatures including 20 geese and 50 cockerels. But Swale Council have said she could be handed an unlimited fine if an unreasonable amount of noise on the site continues. The 37-year-old says she'll have no choice but to leave or rehome the animals. And his historic ship has arrived in Ramsgate for crucial restoration work. The Medway Queen, which saved 7,000 men from Dunkirk in the Second World War, has now docked at the Royal Harbour next to the Wetherspoons pub. £30,000 is going to be spent on the refurbishment and the ship will be open to the public to view at weekends. It could be even hotter in Kent today than it was over the weekend. Forecasters reckon temperatures might reach as high as 32 degrees in some parts of the southeast. The heatwave's likely to last a few days but there is a chance of thunderstorms later this week. And Ed Sheeran has made it three weeks at number one on the Kent Top 40 with Alex and Noomi on our sister radio station KMFM. Bad Habits Beat Heartbreak Anthem by Little
1: Kent Online Sports. A
0: Czech volleyball player is the latest person in the Olympic village confirmed to have coronavirus. Some members of the South African football squad tested positive over the weekend, and six Team GB athletes are isolating after someone on their plane to Tokyo had COVID. Well, Gravesend's Chivon Clark, who's competing in the boxing, says getting the virus would disrupt their preparations.
3: Of course, it would be very, very damaging. Um, you know, you want to as sharp as you can you want to do every prep session as you can you don't want to miss out but if it happens you just have to get on with it and just prepare the best you can in the situation that you find yourself in
0: the games are due to get underway on Friday. 24 year old American Colin Morikawa has won the Open Golf Championship in Sandwich. He lifted the claret jug in front of thousands of spectators at Royal St. George's.
3: This is by far one of the best moments of my life to see everyone out here. Look at all these fans. Let's hear it for you guys.
0: You guys have been amazing visitors for the four-day event brought a big boost to local businesses. And in cricket, Kent have lost their final group game in the T20 Blast. They were beaten by Sussex Sharks at Canterbury last night, but had already booked their place in the quarterfinals. The Spitfires will play Birmingham Bears on the 27th of August. Well, that's all for today. Thanks ever so much for listening. Don't forget, you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. Plus, you can subscribe to the IM News app, which will give you access to all KM Group newspapers. Just head to subsaver.co.uk